Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. The biggest health and beauty brands in store or online at the lowest prices every day at Chemist Warehouse. This is Baz and Dizzy for breakfast on SENZ. Good morning. You're listening to Baz and Izzy for breakfast on SCNZ. It's Monday the 28th of Feb, just after 6 o'clock. Coming up on the show, we've got a good guest for you this morning. But firstly, I want to say, hope you had a good weekend. Hope you had a great weekend. You're safe. You got to do the things you were after. Um, COVID is rampant. I was down in probably the mecca of COVID in New Zealand. I was in Dunedin. Stayed away from the north Dunedin, where all the students are, but had a great weekend. Good good rugby being played down there at Forsyth Bar. We'll rip into that very, very shortly. But coming up on the show, we're going to talk some cricket. Start of the show, talking black caps as we head into day four with South Africa. 140 for five in their second innings, leading by 211 runs. Vital few sessions for the black caps bowlers. This morning, we'll get former black cap and current Canterbury coach Peter Fulton to talk the last three days and how he sees this panning out. Uh, looking forward to chatting to Peter. He's an absolute champion. And then following that, we're going to talk about some racing because it was a big, big weekend of racing. And I hope you had more success than me on the punt as I got an absolute hiding. Thanks, baby winks, Espiona. She's gone from my top five horses, I must say. Not even... Close. Espiona cost me an absolute arm and a leg. But anyway, we'll rip into a bit of a positive chat because it all went... uh, It wasn't all doom and gloom as the beautiful five-year-old Gelding Mascarpone claimed his first Group 1 winning the El Chapo Classic in Ōtaki on Saturday. And we'll chat to proud trainer Debbie Rogerson about that great win. Her first uh, win and then Wurumu Pin was riding as well and he's... uh, even right now, outstanding as of late. So looking forward to chatting to De- Debbie Rogerson about that great Group 1 win there in Ōtaki. And then after that, we're going to have our McCafe coffee catch-up. Blues fans, Ken from Auckland, forgive me, but our next guest gave the Blues players nightmares as Celesi Rayasi continue to show us his freakish athletic ability, notching three tries on set and helping his team stage that fight back. Down 14 points at the 75-minute mark to steal it. 33-32 at the 80-minute mark. So Leslie will join the show at 8 a.m. and I'm sure we'll rip in and chat a bit more about that match because, let's be honest, Blues were by far the better side for eight uh, for 70-odd minutes. But the Hurricanes, two weeks in a row, they've played rugby for about 15 minutes every uh, in both matches and played some great footy, if they could just notch up a, a half, even 50 minutes, they'd absolutely annihilate teams if they could continue to play like they played in that last 20 minutes. But anyway, we're going to chat to Celeste Rayasi just after 8 o'clock, and then to finish off the show, one of my favourite parts of the week, our Monday morning news is 
health check this morning is with New Zealand-born, award-winning veteran, stunt double, performer and stunt coordinator Dana Grant. She's worked on productions such as Mad Max, Fury Road, Xena, Warrior, Princess and more recently recently, the new Amazon series Lord of the Rings. Fascinating story. I look forward to sharing with you and having a wee chat to Dana Grant at about 8.40ish. This morning, but like always, we want to hear from you at home, we're at work, wherever you are in the country. Let us know. Double eight, double three. How was your weekend? Did you go a ride on the punt? What were your initial thoughts on the rugby on Saturday? She was flying and Friday, Crusaders getting up over the Highlands. But yeah, give us a text anytime. Double eight, double three. Or on the Kenards High phone line. Oh eight hundred one five zero eight eleven. That's enough from me. Baz is still down here. And Christchurch calling the Black Caps day four. And uh, he'll be back shortly, potentially. He's heading off to the IPL, so we're going to miss him. But right now, we're going to cross over and say good day, Dave. Run in Auckland. Morning, Kaz. Great to have you back on the show. Joe and Louie. Oh, Louie's away. Louie's on holiday. Joe and Kez, I must say. And then Ricardo. He's there in Auckland. He's got his Manchester United flag flying proudly behind him. But it's all about Chelsea, Liverpool. Nil all. 36 minutes gone, nil all, as we can see on the TV here. But how are you, brother? Yeah, good, thanks, Is Good, mate. I mean, uh, what a weekend to Super Rugby. I mean, tell you what, watch those two games, the, the one you were at with Joey Wheeler and then the uh, the Auckland Canes <laughs> game as well. And, and you watch that and then mm. you went, and then I went and watched some of the Australian rugby, like the Tars, Reds and things. Man, it's like the difference between watching proper Super Rugby and watching NPC, isn't it? That, that Aussie level still doesn't, yeah. still looks a step behind, mate. Yeah, it's going to be tough. Oh, it's going to be a tough ask for those Australian sides um, when they come over. Um, yeah, just you can just see contrasting kind of styles and and uh, you know just yeah total just a total difference. Um, but I'm more worried about Moana Pacifica, mate. They're going to take on the Crusaders this Friday down in Dunedin. I've got to go down on, on Friday as well and and do that game. But off yeah. It's going to be tough for the player major in their side. I can't see anything good coming out of this game for them on Friday night. No, especially considering you know they'll be underdone. The Crusaders have got two tough games under their belts, right? And mm. then they're going to, they're coming into it pretty cold. What do you think Razor's going to do? I mean, will he look at that and go, "Here's an opportunity for me to give some of the big boys a rest and and play some second stringers because yep. I'll probably win with them anyway." Uh, yeah, look, he's got the luxury. He's got so much depth, depth in that squad. And, um, yeah, he's un- there, there'll be some new faces. You see, like, a guy like Corey Callow, he was on the bench uh, on the weekend. I think he'd get a start. You look at a guy in the midfield, Isaiah Punivai, he's played for Canterbury. I'd say he'd have a crack at in the centres. Um, you'd probably give uh, George Bridge and, and Sever Reese a, a chance to... Um, to play on the wings, just to get some game time. Less the Fianuku, he's probably cemented his spot on the left wing. Um, you look at a guy like Shea Fihaki, he's played uh, fullback for Canterbury and a real young talent, and he's got a big, big future. I'd say he'd start at 15. Uh, you know, you probably give Simon Hickey a run at, 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 at 10. Uh, Te Toiro, Tahuri, Orangi play with nine. So look, they've got they've got luxury and they've got options. Um, but yeah, just just Moana Pacifica, they're going to be. Right up against. I saw an article um, the other day talking about player loans, uh, maybe just potentially loaning players out to just maybe strengthen these other squads, and and it made me think. Uh, maybe, 
you know, a lot of these guys in the squads, um, you know, like traditionally when they're playing the Kiwi sides, they're always going to play their top strength team. Um, I know the players will pro- would probably be against it because they probably want to be staying where they are, staying comfortable. But made, yeah, made made sense. Hey, just trying to help out the the Moana Pacificas, particularly when they've been affected by something that's out of their control. Mm, what, yeah. your, what do you think about that? Yeah, I mean, I think you know. <laughs> We don't really understand, I don't think, here at the moment, um, the full effects of COVID because it's, you know, I think a lot of people mm. just think it's a respiratory thing, but, it you know, we've seen overseas it attacks other parts of the body and stuff. And uh, we had BG yeah. on um, Pacific Flare, me and Peter Alatini, last Monday, and, you know, he sort of let slip at that point, they were saying that there were seven players, and he let slip that they had 19 um, out, mm. uh, you know, who had been who had been having to isolate. Um, so who knows yeah. how well those nineteen are? You know, you can recover, but then there's full recovery, and then there's you're still dealing with side effects too. Mm. So I mean, how well are those guys to be able to go and then compete with somebody like say the Crusaders at full full noise? Yeah. You know, that's that's a big ask considering, you know, as Pete Alatini said, you know that where where Moana at the moment are. He said they're like it's like an NPC team playing Super Rugby teams anyway and you don't want to take any more away from them than, than they're already dealing with you know what i mean yeah i think we've just got to buy a bit of time and, and just just know that this is a long a you know, long it's going to take a long time this is a this is a big picture thing and, and we've got to look we're going to look ahead and, and just give them time to to build their their team build the unity um you know because look let's be honest they're probably going to get a hiding this weekend we saw the chiefs preseason game they played probably their top side they got put uh, sixty points put on them, so so I think we just gotta stay firm, stay calm, and, and say this is no not you know as soon as they get a high near run, we'll go. This is why we didn't need them in the team uh, in the competition. You know they're just easy beats. But then you look at a um, you know the Sunwolves, the Hagawaris, you know first four or five years in the comp got hidings every single week, and then Hagawaris went and made a Super Rugby final against the Crusaders. So just just gotta give it time for them to pan yeah. out. So um, yeah, looking. Looking forward to seeing uh, how that havoc unfolds this weekend. But mate, on the punt, did you? Did you? Did you? Ha- I know you took so you see. So we're gonna give a shout out to ALB and, and yeah. You know, you're having a few little wins on the on the punt. But did you, did you have a couple more over the weekend? No, it's <laughs> fair to say. Um, <laughs> I, I tell you what I what I what I did jump on. Um, and let me just uh, let me just uh, uh, find my uh, my 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 bets here, my bet slips. But um, the um, the uh, where are we? Where where are my where are my resulted bets? Oh, here we go. Here's my resulted bets. Is um, so. Oh, don't go on the those. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So, so you see, yes, but uh, there was one that um, that Baz had mentioned last week, um, which was a sprinter that um, Levante's owners had, uh, trainers had, called La Crayeres, I think it was, or Les, Les Crayeres, oh, which yes, was La racing Crayeres. Matter Matter. Yeah, yeah, it was paying sixes, yeah. and he was like, "Oh, look, get on that, get on that, get on that." It's a sprinter, you know, da da da. So I got on that, and I'd multied that up with So You See. And that was paying like ten bucks. Oh. I was paying like three hundred or something, and um, and yeah. it ran second. Ran second. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh. Yeah, and it's always I, the case. And and you remember how uh, Baz had said, "Hey, look, Michael McNabb is not going to go to Fonganui for three races if he doesn't think oh, he's going to win." Yeah, yeah, neither of them won. Neither of them won. I'd, I'd multiple nah, those up too. Nah, that- 
Don't worry, I multied the same one, mate. That was dusty. We know never he would have been celebrating his Group One win, so mate, he would have he would have been a bit slow that day. Would have been a long, long drive to Whanganui. So, look, I had a few punts, and um, yeah, she was a tough one. Yeah, so he was riding Lebanese trader. They had no chance in Rusty Lane. Yeah, no good, no good. Those two in total recall, I should say. But uh, I had a bit, mate. I had a bit. So mm-hmm. I took, I took, um, I took uh, ALB's. Tip, and we've got to mm-hmm. give a big shout out to ARB. So you see, what a horse! Still a bit green. Uh, she was a bit, you know, wonky down down the straight. But five dollars fifty, I got it at five dollars fifty. So good money. And then I I, I multied it into very elegant VE, very elegant <laughs> one winning on the weekend. And that was champion mare. Yeah, I got it at three bucks. I got it at three bucks. Nice. So I got some good odds for Very Elegant. So I got on Very Elegant. What a champion mare. She's just overtaken um, uh, Melody Bell as uh, the most prize money in, um, in, in, for a New Zealand mare. So the great Very Elegant winning another group one. What a champion so that, horse. So does that mean that the McCafes were on you this morning? Uh, no, no, no. And then listen, and then I had that one into Baby Winks. Espiona. Espiona. Ooh. Who has been, you know, put along the side, uh, the great horse Winks, and they've called it Baby Winks. Well, Espiona won its first start, flew, came second last week, and then third this week. So, Baby Espiona is gone. It just cost me an absolute armor leg. That multi was going to pay well. You probably wouldn't have seen me here today, but um, <laughs> yeah, so she was a tough, tough punt. But um, we're going to talk about this. We've got a text message coming in. You, you don't know, but. Um, Ricardo, that horse, the defibrillate. We backed it last year. It's Baz's horse, so Baz has got a share in it. And I'm so disgusted in Baz because he was on the show last week and he didn't reference that the defibrillate was going to race. Graham Richardson is his neighbour. He's the trainer. And um, he spoke about... Uh, yeah, oh, I'm going to have a little update on our Love Racing.nz update about it. But it won, mate, and paid $9.40 over in Australia. It oh, won, and... Um, Feed the bags, Some better text message come through. I oh, know, different late, Cuzzy. I missed that. Eight dollars eighty and two dollars thirty. How's our slow cooked coffee flavored short rib? Oh, that is from Brett. He's you like that, Brett? Eh? Yeah, I cooked a little short good. rib over the weekend. Oh, <laughs> but um, too good. Yeah, mate. Tough, tough on the punt. Tough on the punt, all right, mate. Hey, uh, how nervous were you? I'll just go back to Super Rugby for a minute. No, how, I was watching all the coverage, and I saw you standing there with Kirst and Joey Wheeler <laughs> before the game, and the smack talk yeah. between you and Joey, and then 13 minutes, and it's 13 <laughs> nil to the Highlanders, mate. How close were you doing to the shit house shuffle out of the out of the out of the stadium and just disappearing back to the airport? Nah, nah, mate. All faith. Joey knew. Joey knew. He's just got his big mouth that that just keeps him in the game, mate. So, <laughs> look, look, I was actually really like surprised when you're on the sideline and there's no one in the stadium and it's just a ghost town. Like it's crazy when you watch it. You know, one of the Super Rugby matches, you can actually hear everything. You hear the big tackles, the big thuds. You can hear Aaron Smith's mouth just going blockbuster, <laughs> just out there, just absolutely chapping everyone. Um, but yeah, they played extremely well. They played pretty well, and then and then the Crusaders just rolled up their sleeves. But the, the scoreline probably didn't reflect how actually close it was. I know they got away in the end with with Will Jordan just showing his absolute superstar status and and finishing that freakish try. But um, the scoreline probably didn't reflect. The best thing about that, Ricardo, is we got our SENZ tipping comp. 
Mm-hmm. And that was our margin. That was our margin game. Yeah. I picked it. 15. Ooh. Ooh, I went by 15, you? brother. I went by 20. <laughs> So I'm, I was yeah. five away, so oh, you missed it, mate. But that's the thing. I mean, if you're the Islanders, it's, it's 2019 with 10 minutes to go, and then you look at the scoreboard at the end and you go, mm. how is it 34-19? How do we lose by 15 points? Mm. Yeah, they, they they did it tough. They lost Josh Timu, Josh Timu pretty early, and then Marty Banks had to go on the wing. And come on, mate. He's not a winger. <laughs> He's got no pace. He's got one gear. So you're always going to struggle. Forgive me, Banksy, for, for saying that, but let's be honest. Um, but, who yeah, do, you, who do you reckon would win in a foot race now between you and Marty Banks? Oh, <laughs> Banksy, mate. Banksy <laughs> oh, would really? destroy oh, okay. me. Okay. I've, I've, okay. Got, I've got one knee, Ricardo. I've got two screws in my other foot, and then the other leg's got a bung knee. So, But I'd go. I'll give it a crack, mate. Yeah, well, you don't have to change direction, mate. Straight line, straight line. You'll be right. You're a greyhound. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, nah, we I'll, I'll give that to him, mate. I'll give it to him. But anyway, we've got a big show coming up, mate. We've got a big, big show. We're going to talk some black caps very, very shortly. Looking talk, uh, forward to chatting to Peter Filton about the black caps. And, uh, yeah, I was having a wee chat to Baz last night. I said, Baz, you know, who's who's in the, who's leading this? Where, where are we leaning towards? And he said, mate, I don't know. I don't know. Like, I've been saying the next half an hour in this commentary, the next half an hour, the next half an hour is important for this test match where we're going to see it leading to. He just doesn't know, and I totally agree. Like, they're obviously five wickets down, 140 runs in their second innings. Uh, they're leading by 211. But um, you think, okay, if the Black Caps have a great morning, they can uh, able to restrict them to, to 280-ish, then the Black Caps will be, uh, you know, favoured to win this um, this match. But then he said, nah, uh, look, I, don't, I just don't know. Like, a bit of scoreboard pressure, knowing that the first innings they, they did struggle, um, but um, the gone home obviously uh, was was the shining light in the innings. But uh, yeah, be interesting to see see how this morning unfolds. You know what the highest total is chased in the fourth innings at Hagley Oval in history? No, what is that? Two hundred two hundred and one. Oh, <laughs> so there you go. There you go. The odds are stacked against them. But if they anyone are. likes changing history, if anyone likes changing history, Ricardo, it is this Black Caps squad. They love it. They love it. And we'll chat about that a bit more when we come back after a wee break. Anyway, you're listening to Baz and Izzy for breakfast. A big thank... No, Ricardo and Izzy. Ricardo and Izzy for breakfast. A big thanks to the Chemist Warehouse. Great savings every day.